0: Hey, greetings, friends. My name is Andy Steele-Smith. Today, I want to talk about being a peacemaker. The world needs some masterful peacemakers right now, as it is literally on fire with deep and violent conflict spread across Ukraine, Israel, and Palestine. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus lists the blessings that await those who live their lives in particular godly ways. In Matthew 5, 9, Jesus says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. In the biblical context, a peacemaker is someone who reconciles people with God and with one another, and in a worldly context, the dictionary defines it as being a person who brings about peace especially by reconciling adversaries. Some of you, like me, will be blessed to have one or more mentors in life. One of my greatest mentors was a man that I loved dearly and yet sadly for all too short a period of time. His name was Ronald Shippers, and he was known by all of Manenberg as a peacemaker until his death from COVID in January 2021. Uncle Errol, or Tar Errol, as he was fondly known, was a genius at making peace. He could take rival gangsters wielding guns and get them to peace without breaking a sweat. I guess his real genius was that he knew that he wasn't actually a genius, but rather simply a faithful man who followed the peacemaking genius Jesus. Tar Errol's favorite saying was, only by the grace of God, and he was absolutely right. But peacemaking requires action and sometimes great risk. Peacemaking requires a peacemaker to take initiative and to get involved in conflicts. And you see, Errol did what he did with a conviction to build bridges between parties that were at odds, knowing that he was often a whisker away from a bullet. Tar Errol walked a tightrope between the pillars of faith and fearlessness. Peacemaking often requires taking great risks. Risk to one's life, to one's sanity, and most definitely to one's reputation. You see, as a peacemaker, everyone will lord you when you have the privilege of making peace, but then many will just as quickly say, I told you so, when the peace fractures, as it often does. Friends, the Bible teaches us that to bring about peace, we must engage in actions that help create harmony. The greatest example of this is the action that God took to reconcile mankind to himself by sending his only son, Jesus, to die in sacrifice for our sins. Jesus himself said that the gospel can be summarized by these commandments. Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus was called the Prince of Peace, so peacemakers emulate Jesus by working to reconcile people with God and with each other. Peacemakers build bridges between unbelievers and God. We were separated from God because of our sinful nature, but thankfully Jesus the peacemaker restored our relationship with God by dying on the cross. All peacemakers take risks, however Jesus knowingly took the ultimate risk for us. And he did so so that we could experience the ultimate peace in restored relationship with God. Attempts at peacemaking often fail. I certainly know this from my own time with the gangs in Cape Town. However, as Romans 12.8 says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. The scripture belies the reality that sometimes, no matter what we do as peacemakers, we will fail. And whilst that's frustrating, it's okay. You see, God himself factored in people's freedom of choice. So how can we be peacemakers in our ordinary lives? Well, firstly, we need to know the world so well as to be able to understand and implement biblical justice. Peacemaking does not mean denying that a problem exists. Instead, peacemaking requires boldness and investment into actions that will build goodwill and relationship. Peacemaking operates off the back of relational equity and trust. As Christians, we have the privilege of creating a peacemaking legacy by showing the next generation how to resolve disagreements through listening Rather than speaking, and through courageous actions, rather than violence, I've realized in Mannheim and for Santa Clara and the like, for the gang lads, the secret to peace is often being prepared to look weak in order to show true strength. I love it that Matthew five nine comes with a promise that, irrespective of the results of a peacemaker's efforts, Jesus promises that the peacemaker will be blessed by being called a child of God. Being a child is so key to our identity. The lack of that identity with our earthly fathers is one of the greatest problems that we face here in this great rainbow nation. So peacemakers being identified in heaven as children of God is one of the greatest ever promises. A great joy to me is seeing gang leaders who've participated in a peace process themselves actually start to become the peacemakers and the facilitators of peace in their communities after that, and often without any outside involvement. I've seen that just this past week. Even though I'm traveling in Australia on business, the leaders of one of our gangs has been keeping me updated about his efforts to defuse a small outbreak of violence between two gangs just around the corner from where he stays. And I'm so proud of him for that. So friends, as we wrap up this week, let's seek to be peacemakers wherever we can. And let's take every opportunity that we can to bring reconciliation between God and our fellow man.